King of glory. Lord, let your glory come down in this church in the mighty name of Jesus. The big theme is awake my glory. As children of God, if the glory of God is there, not there, you are a sounding brass. The pastors that spoke in the morning explained to us that the glory of the Lord is the manifestation of the raw power of God. Some people call it Shekinah glory. Father, our prayer this morning is that glory that resurrects. Let it resurrect everything that is dead in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. The glory restores. Let it restore anything that's dead in our lives. The delivers. May it deliver to us all our heart desires in Jesus' name. The glory heals. Let it heal every of our sicknesses in the mighty name of Jesus. Eternal rock of J.A.G.S. The man that spoke last week talked about dormant glory. We are children of God. We don't want the glory of God to be dormant in our lives. The Old Testament Christians radiated the glory of God. And that was why when they talk, it carries power. Father, let that be a portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Everlasting Father, we thank you for another opportunity to study at your feet. May we never be the of your word, but do us in the mighty name of Jesus. May our lives be separate. May our lives be different from the name Christianity we parade now. Father, when we talk, let it carry force. Let it be a decree. Let there be difference in our lives. Father, your glory will rest upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Take your seats, please. I want to thank uh, the father of this church and the pastorates. I will never take this for granted. It's not easy to be here. For another opportunity for all of us to study in the presence of the Lord. Last week, the provincial evangelist talked to us about the real theme of this topic. And what is the theme? Awake my glory. It's the glory that makes the difference in our Christian life. Initiated by the Holy Spirit. So today, I'm talking on attracting glory of the Lord in our lives, in your life. We don't want to be nominal Christians. Christians without power. Christians that when we pray, nothing will happen. Christians that are fearful every minute of the day. Why are you here? Some people are playing golf. Some are playing long tennis. 
Some are drinking in the beer parlor. Some are dancing in pots. And you are here. We don't want to be nominal Christians again. The glory of God will radiate in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. So attracting the glory under the theme, awake my glory. I will look at only uh, three things there. My text should be taken from 1 Corinthians 10, 30. Psalms 19, 1-2 and Habakkuk 2, 14. My text, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. Psalms 19, 1-2 and Habakkuk 2, 14. There is nothing I will say now and here that you've not heard before. But our problems, the main problem, the crux, is are we ready to practice what we read and say every day? I want you to say, my life as a Christian will be different. My life as a Christian will be different. It must radiate the glory of God. In Jesus' name. So for me to treat this topic, attracting glory of the Lord... I just want each and every one of us to ask ourselves these three questions. What is the glory of the Lord? Every day we say it, let your glory fill this place. What is the glory of God? Number two, how do we attract this glory? How do we attract the glory of God? And number three, when happens, if time permits, what happens when God's glory is manifest manifests. What happens when God's glory manifests? So let me pick the first test from 1 Corinthians 10 31. It says, Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Whatever you do as a Christian, do all to what? Amen. So all of God's creation is to be absorbed with putting the glory of God on display. Wherever you are, not only inside this exusive dynamics, in your home, on the streets, on neighbors, to the child you are living with, everything we do, may God help us to do it to the glory of God in Jesus' name. Text 2 says in Psalm 19, 1-2, he said, the heaven declares... The glory of God and the firmament shows the handiwork. Verse 2 says, Day by day, utter speech and night unto night reveals knowledge. So even the physical creations instantly declares the glory of God. What verse, that verse is saying is that everything God has created declares the glory of God. Now, join small hammer time. Just look out wherever you see the tree. You see it waving, waving the hands, shaking. Go to the, to the beach. You see the sea coming out and clapping, clapping hands. They are all waving at God. You see the fish, they will swim and dive. You see the goats, they even dance. So every physical thing God has created displays the goodness of God. Praise the Lord. And the 
the third text says, Habakkuk 2.14. It says, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. As the waters cover the sea. Praise the Lord. So glory of God, we are supposed to radiate it. The Christians. What is holding us? Is our Christianity different from the Old Testament Christians? No. Anytime you have given your life to God, if you are born again, the glory of God is in you. It's inbuilt. But many of us leave it to be dormant. We should not be. If it is, so we were talking about uh, God's uh, talent or God's gift. If you leave it dormant, it will be there. You notice that anything, any skill you are doing, if you continue to do it repeatedly, you get better. Is that not true? Is that not true? Tell us, as you continue to sew, you become a designer. Those of us that bake cake, before we were doing a, a butter icing, royal icing. It moved, I remember when I started doing fondant. Ah, it looks like I, I knew the skill alone. Now the ice with cake, uh, the cream, though I don't like it, it, it melts. So you see, as you do anything, uh, practice makes what? Is that not what we say? So God will help us. We will have the glory of God in our lives to be dominant in Jesus' name. So let me pick up the first question, which says, what is the glory of the Lord? Let it not be vague in our lives. What is this glory of God? Is this, glory of God is different from anointing of God. That one is another day. So I have uh, some definitions here. I said the glory of God is the spiritual power or heavy weight or tsunami of everything contained in the character of God. Any character, like your glory is totality of you. Like now, everybody is singing uh, Konjo Iwala. She has that glory. Remember the man that prayed for us last week? He said, there's a glory of the sun, glory of the moon, and glory of the stars. Everybody has glory. Who are you? You are what you are. The totality of you. The way you walk, the way you talk, the way you display your emotions and all that. Also, God has glory. And glory of God... Is the totality of God, every character of God. So the glory, it is the manifested, it is the manifested uh, presence and power of God. That power that resurrects, that power that delivers, that power that overcomes, that power that transforms, that power of God is greater and stronger than any other power in existence. And it belongs to us. Say it, it belongs to me. It belongs to me. God created the world, the world with mere words. And as children of God, we are supposed to create. Do you agree that? Do you agree to that? And that is why there is power in spoken words. Yes. What you tell your children, you, it will come to manifestation. I know somebody, whenever she is angry with the children, she will call you or say, this blessed child, you know you have wronged her. But some will call their children foolish idiots. You, you, it will not be well. You know, 
when you say that, devil will tap on it. So the glory of God is stronger and it belongs to children of God. If you have given your life to Christ, it belongs to you. This, another people can describe the glory of God as the supernatural outward manifestation of God's presence. It can be manifested on, in, on an individual or on a group. Like, uh, example, Pentecost. The glory of God came down. They all spoke in tongues. And Peter spoke. And 3,000 people, souls, were added to the church. Most of the time, you don't initiate it, especially the group one. It's only initiated by the Holy Spirit. But look at the topic I'm talking about. Attracting the glory of God. That's the way you will live your life. You will attract the glory of God. As a child of God, if you live a careless life, one leg in, one leg out. In the night, you go to Dibia or Babalao or spirit. Some of, some of us who come to church keep uh, spiritual uh, mothers or fathers. Am I not saying the truth? Or you give people money to go to Bay Beach for you. So you know yourselves. I want us to look at our lives. Let us stop pretending. Because if at this age you are coming to church, you call yourself a Christian, and at the end of the time, if Jesus tarries of you or you die, you may go to hell. The devil has played a very heavy scam all way on you. And that will never be a portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us embrace God if you want to be children of God. If you don't want, go. Go and play with the devil. On the last day, judgment will come because God is a righteous God. But I pray that it's never in this church in Jesus' name. And the only point I want all of us to take here is that this glory of God is touchable. It's reachable. And it's available to all of us, 247. But it depends on whether you know. And it depends on whether you want to work on it. The glory of God is inside right now if you are a child of God. The glory of God is not too far out of reach. It is right within your grasp. The visible bar of the glory of God is also known, I said it before. Some people call it, a, that's a Hebrew word. It's called Shekinah glory. The raw power of God. That power that made Moses to lift up his hand and the rest is divided. It's not easy. That glory that made uh, Moses to see burning bush and the leaves still remained uh, green. The power that was following Jesus Christ around. He was here and he was performing his miracles. There was no disease he did not heal. He even healed a man that was blind right from the mother's womb. That's shaking that glory. We need it today. And some people have it, even today. So have you made up your mind? Remember we are talking about the children of God who have left the glory of God in their lives to be dormant. So imagine what will happen to those who have not come in. God will help us in Jesus' name.
in the Bible, we are told people who had glimpse of this glory of God. In the Bible, we record this. Some people, the Bible says much about the glory of God. When I was studying this thing, I was, I was carried away. I was busy. I became interested. By the day they announced this theme, I, I, I didn't move me. But when I started reading the Bible and saw everything God wrote about his glory, <laughs> I said, God, help us. We have to sit up in Jesus' name. So the children of Israel, I'm talking about those who saw the glimpse of this glory. The children of Israel saw the glory of God when they, are, they were leaving Egypt as cloud, smoke, and fire. You remember? In the day, they were being led by what? By what? By the cloud. And you know what? When the cloud is there, the weather will not be too hot. In the night, that glory appeared as what? Fire. To show them the way. And also, the nation of Israel saw the glory of God at uh, Mount Sinai. In Exodus 24, 17. You know, the glory filled the temple that they couldn't look at it. They described it. They saw it as a devouring fire on top of the mountain. Even Moses, when he went to the mountain for 40 days, of course, I don't know, but he fasted, though. He didn't eat anything. Do you know when he came down, they couldn't look at his face. The Bible recorded that his face shone. It was so bright that they couldn't, he had to use veil to cover it. That is the glory of God. And there are other peoples in the Bible, like a prophet uh, Habakkuk. In Habakkuk 3, 4, he described the glory of God as the sun blazing in the sky. Habakkuk, chapter 3, verse 4. Read it, take it down. When you get to me, you read, you read it. He saw it as a blazing, as a sun blazing in the sky. Moses saw, he saw the burning bush. Jesus Christ could not do anything without the Shekinah glory of God. Even Stephen, brother Stephen, when they were stoning him, remember, that was why they hastened his death. He looked up and the heaven opened and he saw heaven, heaven from earth saw the Son of God sitting at the right hand of God. And he said it out. What about Jacob? Jacob saw heaven and the gate of heaven. And that night he fought till morning. And by the time he could not defeat the angel, he broke his, uh, his tie and changed his name. He saw of God. Because he said, I didn't know that this is the gate of uh, heaven. And Isaiah Isaiah 61, we say it, rise, shine, for the glory of God has risen. It has risen upon all of us. So another thing, I said, I've come to the main topic. Ways to attract glory of God. When uh, uh, Zona Mommy was talking, in fact, she mentioned many of them. I'll be fast, here. Yeah? Ways to attract glory of God. Number one, I said, the hunger for God. And your commitment to God. Do you thirst for God? Do you love God? Do you love God? My sister said that in the morning. Are you committed to God? Or everything, you'll be pushed to do anything for God. 
when we talk about that, it, it happened to me. It happened to me when I was going to Tundabakare's church. Every Sunday, they will change, come in uniform. They, you know, that's a Sunday they call an ordinary Sunday. I was unlucky. The day I, went, they, I didn't know that some people have casual Sunday. Lateran assembly. I saw, I saw boys wearing thorn and women wearing thorn trousers. Some wearing short knicker, though not like their bum shorts. And when they were dancing, they were dancing this dance, they hit themselves. I, 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 it was as if I would die in the church. I ran away. Yes. So, I said, do you hunger for God? I ran away and I stopped going to church because I came on transfer from Onisha. And they warned me that in Lagos I will see all kinds of church. I saw somebody who has gone to Jesus Sharp Sharp at Festac. Jesus Sharp Sharp. Who has heard about the church before? Jesus, this one is not a joke. I'm, I'm in the altar. If you are what you want, you get it. This, not, they don't, young boys, they don't like to waste time. Jesus Sharp Sharp. So what is your commitment to God? Do you hunger for God? Do you imagine how heaven will be? With all this wahala, at times there are some stories that we hear. Especially, you know, many people have died this year, since January. When they would tell me, yesterday there was one, they told me, huh, we all felt bad. He was my husband's classmate at Enugu campus. The wife was my classmate. And we were together at Federal Ministry of Education. Everybody felt bad. I met this that some of my children didn't like. I said, let the man go and rest. At least when somebody dies, all these problems in Nigeria, the person will not experience it again. Is that not true? But we are not dying yet. We will be alive. And we carry the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Another way to attract God's glory, I said humility. God clothes the humble with the presence, with his presence, and draws near to them. And the Bible said that God resists the proud. Yes. Many of us are not humble, even inside the church, especially those that have money. I thank God for this church. There are some children themselves. You see clickism here and there. When you greet them, they won't even talk to you. Some churches, they look at the cars you ride. Those that ride SUV and the, the, those that uh, trek it, legacy disbands. But thank God it's not in this church in Jesus' name. What I love in this church is the humility, the friendship, the love. I came from a parish in Ikui. And in the church, we had many Elijah people. And we have many bourgeois. Those that have money, this thing we are talking here. When a problem of uh, two million comes out, a small girl that is not married, we say, I will put it. So when I came here, I found love. There we have our cliques, the workers, we know ourselves. Those that don't work, but they, they are in money, they know themselves. Thank God for this church in Jesus' name. Then number three, another thing that will make you to attract the glory of God is radical and sacrificial obedience. We hear stories of Abraham. Abraham's blessings are mine. Who said so? 
Can you sacrifice your only child? Won't you tell your wife and say, bam, 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 this one I didn't hear well. When you want to dodge, you will, you will try to ask sample two, three opinions. But radical and sacrificial obedience, I'm talking about those people who paid the ultimate price of obedience through martyrdom. All these uh, St. John, St. Paul, all the disciples of Jesus Christ died. They were all martyred. Even in Nigeria, they've killed so many pastors. Imagine if Muslims or ISIS, if they come in here now in this church, what will happen? And they say, if you don't, you know, if you don't say no to Christianity, you will die. Do you think everybody will say no? Some change immediately. But do you know that some people have that? All the disciples of Christ, they died in one way or the other, minus John. I don't know why God, but even at that, he was once boiled in a hot oil. Somewhere first up, upside down and matted, somewhere stoned. Have you loved God to that level? That is what I mean by sacrificial, uh, radical sacrificial obedience. Then brokenness and repentance. The word of God says that a broken heart, God will never despise. He must accept it. If you are broken, not uh, repentance with tears. And if you, are, if you are broken, you will agree with me, you will never go back to that sin. Is that not true? If you are broken, will you go back to that sin? Then I said unity is another thing. Another point, another key that will attract the glory of God in your life as a Christian. Acts 2.1. Where there is unity, God commands a blessing. When we come into unity with other believers, it attracts the presence of God. God is an orderly God. God is not an author of confusion. Imagine a church where you don't have departments. People do no, That raw self will come up. There are some churches, gossip has uh, broken the church. Stubbornness, people will challenge their heads of departments. Yesterday there was a case my husband settled. Those who worked for him at Abuja. One called him. They were looking for a lead. They went for interview in MTN. And they appointed the boy that had NCE. One of them called him and said he can never work under an NCE holder because he has a degree. My husband said, but you interview, you were four. You were number three. That boy with NCE came first. I laughed. I said, this boy has not worked before. So my husband said, does your president have a degree? So he said, there's no need. And ironically, he, that boy is related to us. He said, if you think you can't work because your team lead is an NCE holder, just drop your application and walk out. Then he started explaining, walk out. Life is not, is your president a, a, a PhD holder? So we have to be humble. We have to be humble. God will help us. Unity is very necessary, even in the home. In the home, God made it that the man should be the head. 
Marriage is a difficult thing for the young ones. Even if not with your husband, with your in-laws, and you have to use uh, God's uh, wisdom. If not, it can't work. And that is why I get angry with people who, before they're married, they will collect four brothers and four sisters, and they live together. It can't work. For you to deal with in-laws, you have to be a force, you and your wife. Is that not true? If you're not a force, you, it will crack. Yes. So unity is very, very key in the church, in the home, and so on. Then consecration is another point. When you set yourself apart for God, consecrate yourself. Decide that this God I have decided to serve, I will serve him to the end. There are things you should not be interested in again. Even in the, many of us, we are Christians in the town. Though. Look at my age. Many of us, uh, when there's a problem in the village, you know that there's a problem. Many of us in the village, we go, we behave like them. But when you know your what, like some people will be complaining, they won't understand. They will understand. Just like children that go to university, your parents will tell you, don't join cults. You will go, you'll be pretending. Be yourself. Some will say, let me enter AC so that they will leave me. They will leave you. But when you take your stand and they know, that you cannot pretend. Even in the offices, when they are holding those Urukere uh, meetings, they won't call you, even if you are supposed to be there. They will say, leave Hash or leave him. He will spoil things for us. You are not spoiling anything. The only thing is that you tell them the truth. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And when problem comes out, you would kneel down and thank the Lord. I remember when I was working, I was carried to EFCC. My daughter, because I was the treasurer of a cooperative. I was shouting, oh, you people are taking more than you are supposed to. When we got to ESCC, lower Road, come and see. Immediately we got there, we didn't know that they said we're under arrest. I am telling you from King's College, five people came to bail me. The other teachers, they were begging. So the, the, the man in charge said, Madam, how can four people come to bail, uh, to bail you? Tell them to bail the others. Say, I won't bail. It's only me, Sister Halete. And I give God the glory. At a stage, they made, I became the center of the truth. Even where they bought land and that they sold and ate at Ikorudu, they brought the elders. They came to look at us there. All of them will come. They'll pass me and say, We don't know this one. No. I didn't know. They said, She's a woman. She, did she know what they were doing? They were collecting bribe at the back. I didn't know. They said, I don't need the money. Who said, I don't need the money? If you are a Christian, be, mark yourself out. And God will help you in Jesus' name. If I kneel down to pray, I didn't know what to pray. The only thing I was saying, I said, God, let the wrath of the wicked not rest on me. Because I know, as a treasurer, I stopped some useless practices. Any day we have meeting, they'll go and buy Mr. Biggs and chicken. I said, no. This is, the, the corporators will not like it. We are wasting their money. They say, eh, but we, we are giving our time. Who begged you? Let us take it back to the house. If they want us to be chopping chicken, okay. But I will never be here as a treasurer and you'll be eating the money on, on chicken and the malt. And then you carry me. I didn't eat anybody's money. And God vindicated me. Praise the Lord. Stand out for God and God will help you in Jesus' name. Then honor. Give honor to whom honor is due. Give honor to anointed men. 
Give honor. Somebody asked a question during Sunday school to your pastor. Give honor to the fruits of the Spirit. If you give that, the Holy Spirit will manifest in you. If you give honor to the anointed man of God, his sin will rub off on you. These are one of the keys of attracting uh, the glory of God in your life. Then prayer. Madam said it in the morning. You have to pray in such a way that prayer will become a breathing. To become life for you. And when you pray, God will reveal his secrets to you. You pray without ceasing. Have you prayed? When you cultivate the habit of discussing with your father, it becomes like air you breathe. You will share. God will share in your inner thoughts. And we also share his secrets to you. Colenus in Acts 10. He prayed and gave that it became a memorial to God. And God sent his angels to him. He called Peter. He became born again. God blessed him with the Holy Spirit and even his family. And even the entire race of the Gentiles. So you must invest in prayer. And again, giving, I've said it before, Colonies is another typical example of that. He gave so much that God recognized it. Praise, worship, and speaking in tongues. You know, Second Chronicles 5.13 and 1 Corinthians 13.1. Tongues is the language of angels. Glorify God through praise and worship. We attract his glory. There are other ways. There's no time. I'm looking at the time. But I listed them out. Holiness. Confession. Forgiving spirit or forgiving others. Trusting God and giving thanks. And what happens when the glory of God manifests? When the glory of God manifests, that's the question three. I said I wouldn't have time for that. But let me just run through. When the glory of God manifests, you will be a light in the midst of darkness. You will emerge as a separate vessel for God. You will become changed into the likeness of God, just like Moses. And there will be boldness to give you utterance to speak the word, just like Peter. And again, the most important thing, it will take you to eternity. When you die, or if Jesus comes, you will spend eternity with the Lord. There is nothing like that. So what I am saying, finally, all these things I'm talking about, I'm talking about the children of God who already have this glory of God dormant in their lives. What will happen to those who have not accepted Christ? Sin, as the preacher said in the morning, sin is a mocker. Sin is a waster. Sin is a drowner. If you have not accepted God and you are here, what are you for? You have practiced the life in the world. Now that you have decided to be here, why don't you give your life to Christ? And start enjoying what those old Christians enjoyed. So I'm pleading. And I'm asking. If you are here, let us bend our heads. Let's bend our heads for prayer. If you are here and you don't know Christ. All these things I'm talking about. You don't have any part in it. If you have not accepted Christ. What will happen to you? If those who have accepted Christ are faced with all these problems. If you have not accepted Christ, you are wasting your time. You can never, there's nothing good that will come out of the devil. 
when you are on fire for the Lord, devil can never come near you. You resist the devil. Then you will see that the only importance the devil has in the church is that God will make him a footstool and you'll march over him. So if you are here, you've not accepted Christ. We all did it. Let me see your hand up. If you have not accepted Christ and you have made up your mind today, or you have accepted Christ, but you are living a dormant life, please let me see your hand. So the pastors will pray for you. God is calling you. The time of deceit has gone. Let us remember what the Bible says. In, uh, 1 Corinthians 2.9 He said as it is written Eye has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him we've not seen all so my brothers, my sisters if you have not accepted Christ you can't be hearing the word of God every day without doing it you will be like a house built on a quicksand. Raise your hands up and graciously come out here. Let us pray for you. Let me assume that all of us has accepted Christ. So let us get up and pray. Let us get up and pray. The opportunity is still open. If you want to give your life to Christ so that you will start exhibiting the glory of God, Please come out so that the church will pray for you. In Jesus' name. Let us pray. Let us pray that the glory of God will be revealed to you and in you. Father, Father, let the glory of God be revealed to me and in me. Let us pray. Pray that the glory of God should be revealed. In, in you and to you. Many of us have not seen the glory of God. Pray. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let us also pray that we can see and experience the glory of God. So when we talk, God will honor it. Let us pray that we will see and experience the glory of God.